0: This is the Katie's Tech Podcast, Episode 7, recorded June 9th, 2014. My name is Jason Johnson. This is the Katie's Tech Podcast. This is a show where I go over the technology news stories of the day that have caught my eye. They may not be the biggest news stories or the most popular, just the ones that I find most interesting. The first story I found today that I thought was interesting was a follow up to the error message that Netflix was showing to Verizon customers when they were experiencing traffic slowdowns and rebuffering while viewing videos on Netflix. And what would happen is, when the viewer was having these issues, Netflix would show a message that said, the Verizon network is crowded right now. In response to that, last week, Verizon sent a cease and desist and threatened to sue if Netflix did not stop showing the message. In response today, Netflix agreed to take down the message and to discontinue any future messages of similar nature. So this round seems to go to Verizon and we'll see how that affects the negotiations between Netflix and Verizon as they continue to reach deals for traffic optimization. The second story of today that I found interesting was a comment made by Elon Musk saying that he did not see where he would have any issue building a flying car. For those not familiar with Elon Musk, he has made his money through PayPal as well as being the head of SpaceX and Tesla, two very prominent technology companies, SpaceX with several contracts and technology advances in space travel and shipment, currently with their Dragon rockets, or Dragon capsule and Falcon rockets, and have made several successful trips to the International Space Station transporting supplies, as well as several successful satellite launches. So if anybody out there can do it right now, he's probably one of the most credible people to say it. So interesting story, we'll see where it goes. This week is also the E3 Entertainment Expo, where a lot of the video game industry shows off their upcoming products for the coming holiday sales at the end of this year. So far the only major vendor to to give a keynote has been Microsoft, who gave their keynote this morning. So far the only major vendor to give a keynote has been Microsoft. And as they released their Xbox One console last year, there was not a whole lot of new products announced. But they did make a big deal of the fact that there will be a lot of games coming out this fall, and for early adopters of the Xbox One to not lose hope. One of the ones that will be an exclusive for the Xbox that was very highly advertised is the Master Chief Collection, which is a release of remastered editions of all of the Halo games up to this point. One through four. So, for, that'll be used to tide users over until a new Master Chief Adventure in the Halo game comes out in 2015. Not a lot of news yet on what Sony and Microsoft will have to release at the Expo, but as both are either, in the case of Sony, having just released their PlayStation console last year in competition with the Xbox One, and Nintendo is still being heavily invested in the Wii U. There will probably not be a lot of new hardware announced. So, this mainly will be a release of new games at this expo. The next news story that I thought was interesting is actually a mixture of several new pieces of information coming out about iOS 8 as developers get a look at the beta that was released at Apple's WWDC convention last week. Developers are seeing references to a multitasking ability. So it is possible that the rumors where that option was going to be shown at WWDC and just didn't make it could be true. And what this is, is basically an option for iOS users to split pane, have two apps running side by side, very similar to how Microsoft is doing it in Windows 8.1 in the, their current tablets. Another ability that was discovered in iOS 8 is that Apple does have the ability to fake the MAC address of the wireless network and is doing that actively, if scanned. And what this means is that in, if you're using your device in a public place, anybody who scans or that de- detects your MAC address will be seeing a fake one, not the one that's actually permanently tied to your hardware. This provides another level of security for any wireless users, while making it more difficult for vendors to track, as well as system admins who happen to still be using the MAC address to control device access. In my opinion, any sysadmins should have moved from using the MAC address a long time ago as those have been easily faked for a long time. Another ability that seems to be appearing in the iOS devices is the ability to use the motion sensor tied to some positioning data from the GPS and other sensors to perform indoor positioning. And what this will allow is for you to have a more interactive experience, possibly doing museum tours as well as maps in a mall or just tracking any other people inside of a indoor space. So there's a lot of applications for that and it will be interesting to see what, what software developers can do with that ability. The final news story of the day I wanted to discuss is a follow up to anybody who has saw the news story where hackers were taking advantage of probably user weak passwords in iCloud accounts and holding Apple devices for ransom using the security feature to lock the device. And what would happen is the user would see a message saying the device was locked and then to have it unlocked to send money to the hackers. Now, today in Australia, the hackers were arrested. So that's a resolution to that hacking story. So there you have it, the major news stories of the day, and I'll be back next time with more news in the Katie's Tech Podcast.